What's going on, everybody? What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. I'm going solo today. Nobody's with me. So if I take a pause, it's probably because I took a sip of my beer and I had nobody to fill in <laughs> as I was doing that. But um, yeah, a couple of days later on getting back to this episode. Sorry for the delay. Um, I was trying to schedule up some things. Um, also, Louie's not here with me tonight, obviously. Um, he was busy. Has something going on. First time running the show by myself. Going to see if I can uh, carry this for uh, about 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> um, I had somebody that was going to come on with me. They also had things come up, so that didn't work out either. But as far as my day is going, man, the, wind, the weather's been crazy here in Massachusetts, New England area. The wind was ridiculous the other night. I drove down to uh, Blackstone, Mass, to do my my tickets like I normally buy lottery tickets and the entire town was just blacked out. There was nothing there. I was like, it made me think weirdly about the walking dead, <laughs> the series, the walking dead, how they're always walking around at night. There's no street lights and shit, but they just happen to see things in the night. They can see random people, random zombies. I call bullshit, but I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind driving down that road. Just noticing that every light was off, gas stations were closed, everything was just pitch black. And thinking about the apocalypse and zombies and shit, and the fact that they can see everything in pitch black. Shooting headshots, arrows to the head. I mean, think about this. I mean, I know they got lights out there and it's lit up enough for us to sit on our television sets, but at the same time, realistically, these motherfuckers can't see shit. So that's kind of crazy. But um, something that I was thinking about the other day, me and my um, me and my wife, we went out. We had uh, the grandparents watch our our baby daughter, our newborn daughter, for the night. So we went to um, this was this past Saturday night. We went to um, where did we go? We went to uh, the local, the local Rhode Island, the local in Rhode Island, in Providence. Uh, it's a nice little sports bar. They man, bro. The best fucking, I got the sliders. They were chicken parm sliders. The best fucking chicken parm sliders I've ever had in my life. They are sliding for real, though. They are like hockey puck. I mean, smaller than a hockey puck. They're tiny and expensive for the price. But once I took that first bite, I was like, oh, my God. I I wanted to buy a couple more. They come with two. And I think it was two for like $14, $15. So, yeah, they're pretty expensive for sliders. They're very tiny. But man, they are on point. They're fucking delicious. I swear to God. Um, I got fries with that. They're fries even. They're crispy. They're crunchy. I mean, they got the right crisp on the outside, the right soft texture on the inside, salted to perfection. I'm telling you, I'm not over. I'm not over talking these fries. I'm not over talking these, this uh chicken chicken farms and The shit was delicious. Um, and my uh my wife got the uh. The but the buffalo chicken tenders, which were also pretty good, but that parm, I got to go back there for the food. The food looks great on their uh, on their uh, Instagram page. If you go there, it's just the local ri. If you haven't been, it's a sports bar in Providence, Rhode Island. So if you listen to this and you're in the area, they have excellent food, and I can't wait to go back and try a little bit more what they got. And after that, we um went to the strip club, and. Normally we go to strip club, we actually sit down closer to the stage, we enjoy what's going on, you know, my wife 
has to question me about every fucking woman that gets on stage. So what do you think about her? And what do you think about her? And what do you think about her? <laughs> it's like she's trying to, uh, <laughs> she's really trying to get in and trying to figure out what my type is. And I'm like, oh, goodness, like, you, you know what my type is. I mean, and why should it really matter? Because physically, and I've told my, my wife, my wife knows this, so I'm not shitting on her or anything. Because at the end of the day, she's still the most beautiful woman in the world to me. But I've told her, when I mean, we first met, she wasn't physically my type. But she has definitely became my type because the way, the way I'm on this woman 24-7 around the house, when we do engage in sexual activities, like, yeah, I, she's my motherfucking type. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, she, she's really in there wanting to figure out what I, what I do like, I guess, outside of her, what is my like ideal body type of a woman? I guess that's what she's trying to get into. Also trying to figure out which woman she would need to worry about if she knew I was, I don't know, worked with one or whatever. So I don't know what she's trying to do, but you know, you women know what you're doing. You women know what you're doing. So that uh brought up something to my, my mind. Cause when I come home, when I come home after a night, of hanging out with my my lady and we don't get that a lot you know with the freedom and everything and so my mind is set like well we're obviously going to have sex tonight right we're going to do something sexual when she comes home from drinking she when she drinks she's not a sexual drink she's a i'm tired i want to go to sleep drink i don't want to do anything type of drunk like but when i go out on nights i expect sex at the end of the night so i guess i'm wondering like is am i the only one that's like that or is that a guy thing is is that also do women not think like that because i feel like for me i feel like okay we're getting all dressed up we're looking cute we're looking good we finally got ourselves together we got our our live faces on no kid tonight we're going out, we're going to have a nice dinner, nice drinks, we're going to have fun, have a nice conversation and all that. When we come back, I expect to get some sex. <laughs> I expect to get some head. I expect something sexual going down when we get back, period. That's just how I, I, I expect that. And I don't know if that is a normal thing that a lot of people do, you know, especially when you got the kids, you know, when you finally get them out of the house, I feel like it's okay to expect that, you know? So anytime, yeah, we, me and my wife go out and spend a night together or do a day together, I do come home or the whole night I'm all, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get involved in some, something because we going out tonight. So <laughs> I know is another, is another excuse to, get involved because I mean, we went out so let, let's do it you know what i'm saying and um so yeah i'm just wondering does anybody else ever feel like that that's uh something uh i was wondering i thought i'd bring it to the show and i like to get the feedback from the audience on it um i really like to know what louis would think about that because i know my, that's my little sex god demon right there so i like to know <laughs> what he thinks if you listen to the episode I'm sure he will. Uh, he can let me know how he feels. Um, so another thing I want to talk about too. Um, one of my boys, I know he's going through something. I'm not going to put his name out there or anything like nothing like that. But he called me 
uh, the other day. And I know he's talking to somebody. So he asked me how early we were talking about the conversation about how early um, it's too soon to introduce somebody to your kids or to even have like those real conversations about the future of relationship and such and all that kind of thing. Me, I'm a different type. I think I've spoken about this too on the, on the show before. Um, I don't know how much of at length I went to, went into it, but I feel like, especially when you're older, um, when you're younger, I'm not, not so sure. It depends on where your maturity level is, I guess, and where you're at in your life at, at a young age. But I feel like when you're older and time is of the essence, <laughs> you don't really have time to sit back and play things out. Well, I'm going to wait. You know, I don't want to talk about babies or me wanting to have children or when I want to be married know a month into my relationship i'll wait you know six months eight, 10 12 months i don't want to scare them off i'm I'm here to say man fuck that um i don't feel like there should be a timeline on stuff like that especially if you if if you how do i put this because i feel like women let guys go too easy on these things especially the baby and marriage talk you feel like you're gonna run them off if you're gonna run them off you're probably doing yourself a favor he probably needs to be ran off because you'll be sitting back giving this man wifey type privileges for months, maybe years. And you'll keep asking yourself, why hasn't he married me yet? Why hasn't he married me yet? And why the fuck would he? <laughs> you giving him everything a wife's going to give him without the fucking paper in the, in the ring. So why would he marry you? Um, and vice versa. I, mean, I just feel like it's it's easier, it's better to get all that financial conversation, the the baby conversation, how many kids you want conversation, what kind of house you want conversation, how you want to raise your children conversation, how were you raised conversation. Get that shit out of the air. I mean, into the air as early as possible. I know when I met my when I met my wife, we met and um. We talked about, she told me about how, when she, about the time when she would like to be married. She told me she would like to have kids, you know, and at the time I told myself I wasn't going to have any more kids. I've already had my two children and I wasn't really looking into having any more kids, but you know, love, love will change you. It'll, it'll switch you up a little bit, but, um, we talked about all that. We talked about finances. We talked about marriage. She wants to be married. She wants to have her kids. And I I like that. I want to know as soon as possible if I'm wasting my time. And I don't know how, I don't see how anybody would be against wanting to know if they're wasting their time or not. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to know that as early as you can. I don't understand why you wouldn't know want to know about this man's background and how he sees things as far as finances, a marriage, raising a family. Why you don't want to know that shit as soon as possible? Because if he if he wants to run for the first the first exit he gets, he sees, let the motherfucker go. And that and that's man and woman. If they want to go, let them go because they probably weren't for you anyway. But don't 
hold off those conversations out of fear, you know, thinking they're going to dip on you or they're cute and well, they are nice. They're a good person. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to scare them off and none of that shit. Like, bro, do you do what you want to do? Because the person is out there that wants to have that conversation with you and wants to build with you. So I don't think that kind of stuff should really scare somebody off personally. It didn't scare me off. I really didn't. That stuff didn't bother me. When I when I meet somebody in there and wanting to engage in that sort of conversation and dialect it, it it um and dialogue, I mean. When they want to engage in that sort of conversation and dialogue, I appreciate that because I'm like, okay, she's on the shit I'm on. I, that's what I want to talk about because I need to know today if I'm wasting my fucking time because if I am, you know, we can fuck and I can go about my business, which is really what I was doing before I met Julia, just fucking and going about my business. I didn't really care about making conversation with anybody. I was also mentally fucked at the point in time, so I really I had no desire to you know, pursue anyone long term unless they struck me correctly the first time. And being that Julia didn't strike me and she didn't, I mean, not only not, did she not strike me, she didn't come at me in a sexual way about anything when I met her, you know, not, no, no sexual innuendo talk, you know, you know how girls are and how guys are when you first having those conversations and it might not be um blatantly sexual but they're like there's little little slick comments under underhand comments that you know are meant to go sexual and they're trying to see how you're gonna read it julia was doing none of that i mean she didn't want to have she wasn't looking to have sex when i stayed the night with her i stayed over her place <laughs> excuse me I stayed over a place i know um on our second date i think we met on a sunday Sunday or Monday we met and um that Friday I came over and stayed over at her place and she let me stay tonight and she was not and I automatically my guy brain is thinking, Oh, she won't miss tonight, oh yeah, she's trying to fuck. That's that's where my head's at, you know. So of course I tried and she shut it down. And I tried one more time and she shut it down. And I was like, Okay. I like this motherfucker. She's got me. <laughs> She's got me. And some guys be like, man, fuck this shit. I'm going, shit, I'm going to go home then. I ain't, I ain't going to be back here or whatever. I know that's how a lot of guys would look at it. But for me, I was like, finally, somebody that had the proper conversation on a first date. And when I come stay at their house the first time, they're not automatically wanting to fuck. And I really appreciated that. So. And I remember, I know I called one of my boys up on the way home, and I and I told him, I think I've said that on this on the show a couple of times before, but I called one of my boys on the way home, and I was like, bro, I like her. Like, she's, he's like, oh, you, you must have got some pussy. I'm like, no. I said, that's why I like her. <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get any pussy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I really, I really appreciated that, and, um. I thought there was something about it really stood out and something that really gravitated me towards her. So I think um, we shouldn't shy away from those conversations because another thing too, I think if a lot more people 
engaged in those conversations earlier on in their relationships before your emotions and your heart takes over that relationship because that's really what fucks people up later down the road is it's like later on in that relationship your heart takes over so even though you know that what this guy is saying is a red flag he's already fucked you good you already think he's handsome as fuck you already love the way he he fucking rubs on your feet or gives you massages. He does this. He cooks for you well, or he has a nice body because he works out. You already like other things that are going to overshadow the fact that this man has told you he never wants to be married. The fact that this man has told you he never wants to have kids. The fact that this man already has shown you that he has a horrible work ethic. You know, it's. Don't let yourself get to that point where your heart takes over and you can't come back and realistically look at it and say, that's a red flag. I think I'm going to dip now. So I had a girl do that to me that I met because I explained to her my whole backstory of my ex-wife. And she she told me after after our first date, she texted me. She said that you were really fun. I had a good time. I had a really great time. But the fact that you cheated before, I can't be with you. I would, I, you'll cheat again. I was like, okay. And, and I told her, hey, that, that's fair. That's fair. I, and I told her, I, I appreciate you for even saying it. I appreciate you for messaging me and being straight up about it. I love that shit. Because I met so many people during that time that would hang out, not even get a text back, not even call. They just dip out. I mean, I ain't no ugly motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good looking motherfucker. So, yeah, just get to that stuff before you let your heart take over and you don't have the mind to say no. Because that's what'll happen. Anyway, thank you guys for joining me today on the Man Cave Podcast. I know this was short, sweet, and simple and to the point. Uh, it's just me today, so you know, there's no secondary feed. There's no feedback to get. You know, there's nothing more that for me to dive into or, you know, branch off into. So, I appreciate you guys coming and listen. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Bryce TV 2.0. You can also find me at Man Cave Young on Instagram. Follow the YouTube channel Man Cave TV on YouTube. I'm going to start posting on YouTube. So you can go ahead and get an early start on following that. You can follow the TikTok Man Cave Media. It's either Man Cave Media or Man Cave Young. I really can't remember. I think it's Man Cave Media on TikTok. So you can follow us there as well. Thank you guys for paying attention. Thank you guys for coming to listen. And I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.